Welcome back to the Figured Out Podcast. I'm Natasha. And I'm Emma. And we are so grateful that you are joining us for another episode. Yeah. Okay, guys, we have to just talk with you about March Madness because yeah. Emma, <laughs> Emma and I did a bracket this year and we were doing so good until mm-hmm. tonight. Separate brackets. We both Sorry, did a separate yes. bracket and we were both doing very well until tonight. We both had um, our winner pick get out. We had the same winner pick. Yeah. We wanted Baylor to win. Baylor mm-hmm. didn't win. And it's just so defeating. <laughs> I think we're kind of experiencing this a little differently. <laughs> and I think you're taking it harder than I am. Okay. Well, here's why. I was in a bracket with like you and, uh, and some of our other friends, right? Mm-hmm. But then I also was invited to do a bracket with one of my friends who is a really big sports person. And not that our other <laughs> friends aren't really big sports person people because there are several of them. Mm-hmm. But this friend um, was like, here, you should join our bracket and everything. And I was like beating people. Granted, I had someone help me do my bracket. Yeah. Um, well, Matthew, who also explained the Super Bowl in our yeah. recently. <laughs> so obviously someone who knows sports. And it just was like really exciting because I was going to do well. And I, I was doing well. But um, sadly, that is not the case anymore. Well, like... Here's the thing. A few more, like, there's been a lot of upsets I've heard. I don't know if it's a lot more than normal, but there are a lot of upsets. So it's not like your winner pick being out disqualifies you completely, I think, right? That's true. But I'm currently ranked to get less points than Justin is, and Justin picked all of his based upon the last letter of the alpha, or of their name and whether it came first in the alphabet. Yeah, but that's not sustainable. Exactly. But that's what I mean. I'm losing but to him right now. <laughs> You're losing to random chance. Um anyways. I'm but, in second right now. That's really impressive. So I don't know if that will uphold like honestly by the time this releases, it might change. <laughs> that's true. As but finish their games. I know that yeah, there's still game there's games going on as we are recording. I know we're we're not watching them. I know that's <laughs> make them as a surprise to the people. But um yeah, so we don't know. But it was fun. Mm-hmm. We could still make. I don't even know if we actually could win. I don't. I, I I don't know much about March Madness. I don't really. This is the first year I've ever done it. I think this might be like the first year I've actually ever cared enough to like really think about doing it. I might have random chanced it before, but mm-hmm. yeah, it's been fun though. It really has. I we've we've gotten more active sports friends recently. Not recently, but in the past few years, and like that's why we did fantasy football. Yeah, and it's been fun. I really have enjoyed expanding expanding the repertoire of Mm -hmm. activities i was gonna make some whole transition based upon the sports conversation Mm -hmm. and how like this has just given me a lot of confidence in my in my knowledge of sports but you realize that you have less confidence now that we realize like we don't know what's going on so i don't think that'd be a good transition however we are talking about confidence today Mm -hmm. and for some people that might apply to sports where you're like wow i'm really confident in my march madness bracket and this is incredible (laughs) and so yay Mm -hmm. um but also like if you're someone like the vast majority of young adults, right, and Emma and I have both struggled with this, of like, how do you be more confident? And like, mm-hmm. how do you have confidence when you're facing things right. that are hard or new or whatever? Mm-hmm. Right. And like, as we were talking, like, it's like, how do you be more confident? I'm like, like, I do not need to become more confident, like, you know, personally. But then it's like, well, but in other areas, like, I in my job, yes, I do need to become more confident in my job. Like, my yearly review says that, you know, and like, we were asking our roommates as we were preparing for this and asking like do you think you need to be more confident and one was like yeah in some areas yes in some areas no so I don't think it's like an overall like like one and done I have confidence in this I think it's very here here's in in different areas you can Mm -hmm. have confidence and I think kind of what we're focusing on today is a lot of like 
and I guess it's not completely, but a lot of this stems from like your self-confidence, right? Mm -hmm. If you have that right, then you're going to be able to go into situations that maybe are hard or difficult Mm -hmm. or challenging with more confidence. Yeah. And so this isn't something where it's like, we can tell you the exact recipe to be confident at work or the exact recipe to be confident in, you know, X situation. But Mm -hmm. here's some tips on how to become more confident so that that can translate hopefully over into just like a greater sense of self-worth and Mm -hmm. like steadiness there. And then you can bring that to different situations. Mm -hmm. So like before we get into our tips of how to be more confident, like let's break down confidence. (laughs) Yeah. So this is really helpful. Um, We had a trusted source recommend it to us as like, the, the core of confidence comes from the word, right? Yes. So if we break it down, we have con, yep. fee, yep. dense. Confidence. Exactly. All right. And so let's let's take it one, one at a time. Con. Con. This is really like it stands for like just faking it. Like fake mm-hmm. it till you make it. You know, that just is a source of confidence. Like you're mm-hmm. not going to have everything figured out. Honestly, when it comes down to it, I actually like, okay, if, you, if you're not reading, we're kind of being sarcastic here, but I'm actually not like, I think a lot of confidence is fake it till you make it. Mm-hmm. I do too. Mm-hmm. I think that there's so many situations where it's just like, you're not going to have everything figured out. You're not going to be mm-hmm. the smartest person in the world. W- yeah. room. You know, like there's so many things where it's just like you are going to lack confidence mm-hmm. here. Like go into it with just a, I can do this attitude and like eventually you'll be able to make it. Exactly. So that's the con, the fee. Yeah, fee. So this, again, from our trusted source said, have money. And I actually do agree with this too. Like if you have money, you tend to be more confident. <laughs> Honestly, I think that, I think that like if you take an example that that's not an, a one size fits all, but <laughs> it just enables you to do so much more, right, well, and I think that gives you like this sense of security. Yeah, I think like if there's I I don't even know a good example to be honest. <laughs> As I'm like thinking about this, I just you know having money like there's a lot more flexibility for if things don't work out, things will be okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. You just have more wiggle room. And I think like let's if we want to get a little deeper, you know, like that's why desperate people do desperate things. Mm-hmm. You know, and oftentimes that comes back to financial stress. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so <laughs> con, fee, and then dense. Dense. Lastly, if you're just oblivious, if you're dense to the world, like you're going to be confident. Honestly, like if you, yeah, sometimes like lack of self-awareness gives you the most confidence. <laughs> yeah. Guys, okay. We're, we're joking. We're laughing at this. Hopefully you are too. And you're this not like. This what did we turn into? This wasn't really our idea. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't. It was just funny. We were talking with our roommates before, you know, as we were like kind of um, mm-hmm. note taking for the podcast. And someone was like, well, you just have to break down the words. And this is what it stands for. And this is how you become confident. It's brilliant. Honestly, I think the con and the dense part has some validity to it. I think all of them have some validity. I think so, too. So if you take away nothing else from this. You can remember what confidence stands for. Mm-hmm. Confidence. All right. And then, like, let's just say those aren't working out, Tash. We, we do have some tips on how to be more confident. Mm-hmm. Kick us off. Okay. So starting off number one on just, like, yeah, how to be more confident. Surround yourself pe- with people who encourage you and don't discourage you. That mm-hmm. might seem really, like, of course. But I think, like, who you're around, like, they should be people that build you up. Yeah. And I don't think this means, like, if you want to feel better at basketball, surround yourself with people who suck at basketball. Like, that's not what we're talking about. I think that that's that's um, not true. Um, but That's like, what everyone with a March Madness bracket did. They were like, hey, you should come and do your bracket <laughs> with why, us. That's why people invite us to do sports things now. <laughs> it makes sense. Oh, oh man. Figuring it out. <laughs> no, but, like, 
but by people who encourage you not that like lift you up in the sense of like they're tearing themselves down in order to lift you up but like that like want to see you succeed and like are okay if you don't also mm-hmm. and i think too this isn't like people that give you a false sense of confidence mm-hmm. where they're like yeah you're amazing you can do mm-hmm. anything and they never say anything like yeah. negative and or like realistic i guess maybe mm-hmm. it's a better word but, like, people who are, like, hey, you're actually really good at that. And, mm-hmm. like, that call out what they yeah. see you doing well and encourage mm-hmm. you in areas where maybe yeah. you do need to grow and say this is how you could yeah. do that better. I think that just comes down to, like, have quality friends. Yeah. Because like, a good friend should be doing that. A good friend, a good person realizes that giving a, a genuine compliment doesn't take anything away from themselves. Mm-hmm. And so, first off, be that person. Like, really recognize how people, like, succeed and, like, don't allow jealousy maybe or something else to, like, take away from that um but yeah just like it's also like having a trusted friend just builds your confidence like I I have a lot of confidence when it comes to like relational things like friendships and whatnot because I know I have like a a backing of good friends around me Mm -hmm. that like if something doesn't work out it's not like I like I I have my friends to fall back on and I think like that just comes down to community too um and that could fit in almost any of these points but just like knowing you have a safe place to land like comes down like especially with friends and relationships, which, like, is really important. I think that builds your confidence. Yeah. Well, I remember with leaving for D.C., I was just like, wow, this is such a scary thing to do. Mm-hmm. And, like, to move to a place where I don't know anybody in, like, a, a yeah, just kind of a high-stress situation mm-hmm. and live with people I don't know, it was just very much like, okay, this is going to be really hard. And I remember thinking, though, I'm so thankful that when I come back after, you know, however long mm-hmm. I'm, I'm gone for I have this community and like I think that was just such a sense of confidence even when I was Mm -hmm. away and didn't like have those people with me all the time they were checking in Mm -hmm. and then also it was just like whatever happens in the next three to four months like I have these people yeah and so I think like that type of those type of relationships are really going to get you far in life Mm -hmm. where you just have a foundation to stand upon yeah and like I don't know if this is necessarily true but like let's let's put it like when it comes to dating like if if you have friends and, like, people, like, that care about you still, like, I think it kind of takes away some of, like, the desperation with dating mm-hmm. of, like, I need this thing to work out because I am I need to, like, find community and stuff like that. But, like, by having just a community behind you, like, I think it takes some of that pressure away. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Yeah. And I think, like, kind of this just goes along with that, too. Like, having people that will support you and that like truly do like know you well Mm -hmm. and are able to say like and affirm things that you believe in yeah like that gives you confidence to make difficult decisions Mm -hmm. like just going back to the dating example I think that there are points where you get in a relationship where you're like hey this might not be working out but Mm -hmm. like to be able to like confer with other people Mm -hmm. that you trust their their you know like whether that's your small group or whether Mm -hmm. that's a really close friend and it's just like you trust their intuition on this and they've walked through this with you I think that that's a huge thing to just be able to say, like, all right, I'm not making this just off of my own thoughts. Like, mm-hmm. the confidence I have is really because yeah. other people affirm that this is right or mm-hmm. that this is wrong. Like, mm-hmm. that this isn't just you yeah. wondering, you know? Right. Well I, well, I think that's why you, like, after you finish that sentence, you say, you know, or if someone says, right. Because, like, you want people to agree with you and, like, that, that makes whatever you said feel more valid, mm-hmm. you know? You know? <laughs> no, I think that's very true. And I think that that's not like to put yourself in an echo chamber. And that's not a saying like, okay, now you have to tell everybody about every problem. And it's more just like have people that you can count on to give you wisdom and also people that are going to affirm like what they see in you so mm-hmm. that you have that self-confidence, but also that you have people to fall back on to know that like, okay, if this is a situation where I need wisdom, I have those people. Exactly. 
Cool. Right. All right. I'm realizing I made a mistake tonight. I put ice in my water. And, like, <laughs> normally water, like, is pretty, uh, like, soundless. Safe to drink on the <laughs> yeah. podcast. But yeah. not when you have, like, ice. <laughs> so if you hear this sound tonight, that's ice. And I'll try to keep it to a minimum. But <laughs> bad call on me. Number two. Number two. Yeah. Sorry. Do you want to just say that? I always feel like I start them. Oh, well, I can. But you do a great job starting. I'll, I'll start. Number two, stand for things you believe in. And, like, what I what we mean by this is, like, be confident in what you're saying, what you're endorsing. I, I don't want to say, like, just, like, be proud of the product, but, like, n- know that it's true. Or, like, mm-hmm. you see the influencers, like, I would never endorse something I didn't believe in myself. Like, you would never do something you wouldn't believe in yourself. Like, like allow that to, like, that is, should be how you interact, think, speak, do. Yeah, I think this comes down to, like, that idea of, like, the core confidence of who you are. Mm-hmm. You have to have values that will give you something to stand on. Mm-hmm. And, like, non-negotiables in, night, in life. I, I think of, like, Alexander... I cannot speak tonight. I'm so sorry. <laughs> so okay. Of Alexander Hamilton. And, like, when he's talking with Bert and the line where he's like, if you stand for nothing, then what will you fall for? Mm-hmm. And it's just kind of like that in a way. Where you have to actually have things as a person that you stand for. Mm-hmm. And that's not like, oh, I'm unable to change or unable to compromise nothing Mm -hmm. like that but like core values where you're like these things are true these are true about life or these are true about myself Mm -hmm. and like this cannot be taken away by someone else yeah and someone else's perception of me can't actually dictate like the truth about and this sounds like so um humanistic I guess (laughs) but like there is a sense of like my value rests in something beyond what I'm able to do or what other people think of me. Mm -hmm. And there's that internal value that like, I'm not going to give to other people to define. And also like on top of that, like you're taking on like, you know, I think there's, there's core values that you've decided to like live your life by. Mm -hmm. And with that, I think those should be like things that you can really stand upon and rest Mm -hmm. on that. I don't know that you're not going to be able to like just compromise. So if people are like, well, Mm -hmm. why did you make that decision? You can be like, because of this. Mm -hmm. And you have an explanation for that. And you're not just like, oh, because of this moment, I thought that was a good idea. Mm -hmm. Like you just are really proud of who you are because you're able to like defend it, I guess. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think like no matter what that exact, like I think that'll look different for everyone. But like it's important to like just know what those values are. Um, Like what what are core things like and whether that's just like a, a trait or a tendency like I'm always going to act honestly and so like no matter what I'm going to have to give the honest truth or I'm always going to act this way and just like so knowing what that is and so following what you believe and like hold strongly you're just doing that automatically Mm -hmm. I also want to like take this point and maybe like make it a little less serious or put a practical example behind it like but stand for things you believe in but also like that are just like truer that like make sense and I think like when I do this I think back to my job um, and in my job, I like I've been working with people on different things and like I have to have to deliver news sometimes. And when I understand it or when it makes sense, it's like I'll just go tell them this this news, this piece of information, and they have to abide by it mm-hmm. because it just makes sense. But when I don't fully understand it, it's really hard for me to deliver that. Because I know there's going to be questions. And, like, if I'm not able to then follow that up with the right information, the right research, or the right reasoning, then I'm, like, already nervous. I, I know my argument's going to be, like, tried and, like, picked apart. So I think just, like, have confidence in what you are sharing and what you are doing what you're working on by understanding it. Being able to, like, fully defend whatever it is you're saying. Mm-hmm. 
Yep. I think with this too, if you're like, oh, I don't really know like what my core values would be or like things that I can stand upon. Mm -hmm. I think like that's a pretty easy thing to just like take time and journal and be able to come up with like things where you're like, okay, non-negotiables for me are like, I will live honestly. Right. And Mm -hmm. so if I make a decision, people are like, why did you do it that way? You can be like, because I have a determination to be honest. I had to tell them, you know, something Mm -hmm. like that. I think it just gives you kind of a blueprint for life. Mm -hmm. And that way, when you get to a hard situation or you get to a situation where you just are like, oh, I feel like I'm in over my head. You can kind of fall back and be like, well, these are ways I've decided to live my life. And so, like, I'm going to stick by that. Mm -hmm. And I think that gives you like kind of a path forward on how to like navigate situations. Mm -hmm. For sure. Yeah. So, like, follow the core beliefs do what you like just know that what you stand for like just that's to be confident being understanding of like how you will act in a certain certain situation so like no matter what you're thrown into if you know how you should react because what's important to you you're, you're good to go exactly i will add to that i think that if you want to ha- be able to be like confident in situations where you're like i just don't know what to say this is such a stupid example but we were talking about conspiracy theories and i have this conspiracy theory a lot of people do, that we never went to the moon. Do you actually believe that? Well, I can defend it. And it's like, I know enough points to be able to make an argument for it that it will start a conversation with people. And most people, rightfully, but most people believe that the moon landing happened. But I could, like, have a conversation with you on why I disagree with that. And I think, like, to be able to, like, just have things that you know, like, so confidently you could talk about. I'm going to stare at me in disbelief because she doesn't understand why the moon landing couldn't have happened. I don't... I just, like, I never knew you didn't believe it, the moon well, landing. I, I thought this was, like, ridiculous, right? Because, of course, it happened. But I had a friend in D.C. who said, well, why haven't we gone back? And I just was like, huh. And I just think that should be something we think about. Is that life. your argument? A lot of it. Just because we haven't gone back. Yeah. I also was reading the other day, not really, but, like, I saw it come up on my little feed when I go into, like, a new tab, and then I can type in what I want, and it had a picture of the boot, and then next to it, it had... Um, the boots that were actually worn, and they didn't have the same shoe print. I'm just saying. I have a question. Yeah. And if the moon landing never happened, what was the point of forging the moon landing? Because then it told Russia that we were ahead of them in the space race, and they could didn't have anything to prove, and we had better technology and all of that. Mm-hmm. So it was like a military tactic to scare another country, and also... For us, as as citizens of the United States, have confidence in our government. They faked it <laughs> till they made it. <laughs> they and conned us. They conned us. They're planning to go back and send people in 2025. I'm just saying, that's a lot of time since we last went. Like, why didn't we go back before? What was the point? Apparently, they want to mine things there. That's a whole other conversation. Uh, this is really the extent of my moon knowledge. We could keep going, but it's getting a little thin. Yeah, I just want to see your confidence break. <laughs> just kidding. No, no, I think it's just like have things yeah, so that it, you feel confident example. like bringing up. So if you're like, mm-hmm. well, like how do I start a conversation with this person? Right. Like you don't have to have. You don't <laughs> how have- do I start a conversation with this person? <laughs> hey, you know, the moon landing was fake. <laughs> okay, it's an example. Um, but it's just like you can have things where you're like so confident that you can talk about i guess no, it's my point i think that's true because like i have a conspiracy theory that dinosaurs never existed exactly. but i'm not super confident in it so i don't like to bring it up <laughs> why aren't you confident because we have fossils <laughs> i know i like in my my theory is like well, not theory but it's like maybe we should be open to the idea that they never existed and i'm just saying we should be open to the idea that the moon i didn't say didn't it happen. didn't 
or it did happen. And I I just said, I never knew you thought that. Yeah. Maybe I'm like ready to come out of the closet too and be like, dude, same. <laughs> <laughs> I never thought that either. Okay. Oh, man. I think we move on. Yeah. Okay. Like, this is just like, I feel weird saying the next point because so it was far from so where we were. I know. All right. But we're just jumping right back. If you're just tuning in now, we're talking about some ways to be more confident. Number three, know what your strengths are. Mm-hmm. I think this is just like take stock of what you're good at. Everyone's mm-hmm. good at something. And yeah. I think like people can be like, oh, I, I'm not good at things because I can't match the same level of expertise that someone has in March Madness. Right. You know, like <laughs> I, it's just like, sure, if you compare yourself to certain people mm-hmm. in certain subjects, like you're always going to fall short because right. we're not good at everything. Yeah. But also practically, I will just say like if you want more confidence in March Madness, I don't want to use March Madness. Give me a, give me something. Are you saying to practice? Yeah. I'm just saying, if you want more confidence in it, boost your ability to do it. Mm-hmm. If you want to be better at spike ball, like boost your ability to play spike ball. I um, did a league this last year and kind of knew a couple of people that have been playing all summer. We joined like halfway through. Mm-hmm. And I guess one of them just like decided that he wanted to get really good at serving. Right. Mm-hmm. He was like, I just want to have this skill. I know I'm not good at it right now. He just went to, like, a batting cage and just served, like, all day. And by the end of it, he, like, developed a way to serve really well. Mm -hmm. And I think it is just, like, there is a sense of practice is important. And if Mm -hmm. you feel like you're lacking in a skill, like, maybe you just need to practice. Yeah. Well, I I think, like, honestly, like, that's how you you have more confidence when you're doing things you're good at. So get better at things. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Just be better. (laughs) But, yeah, it's just, like, no one starts with perfection. Mm -hmm. So if you feel like this is something you really want to be good at, then just start where you're at. Mm -hmm. And and know that, like, maybe you're not going to be good at everything, and that's okay. There are other things you're good at. Yeah. And, like, it's okay to not be good at things just in general. Like, it's not like you have to have something you're really good at, and, like, that's what you thrive on. Like, I went axe throwing this weekend. Horrible. Absolutely horrible. But it's, like... That doesn't need to, like, affect my confidence. I don't have a high axe-throwing confidence, but, like, that's not going to be very difficult for me to, like, sleep at night with. Mm -hmm. I think kind of, like, with that, like, know where you're at in life, and you don't need to, like, be overconfident in something or, like, compensate where you're like, oh, yeah, I can do that, and, like, say you can do something when it's just like, oh, I actually have no idea how throw an axe so why would I say I'm gonna win you know what I mean oh I think that's like a very good value to have is just like being honest and admitting like where maybe a weakness is or not even a weakness but just like an inexperience yeah I'll just be like I've never done this before so why would I be good at it right and then like also like when you do hype yourself up then like you you put yourself at risk of a lot more loss or failure or whatnot like and I I think when we talk about, like, this, like, in Survivor, I'm a huge Survivor fan, so sorry I always talk about it, but, like, there's always, like, not always, but there's often a puzzle aspect to it, and it's, there's all, they always talk about, and when I say they, I talk about the Survivor podcast commentators I listen to, talk about how, like, the, the putting yourself in the puzzle position is a risk, Mm -hmm. and, like, if you fail at the puzzle, and you said you could do it, people are going to be upset with you, not because you failed at the puzzle necessarily, but because you were like, guys, I got this. Don't worry about it. I got this. And then there's just like that lack of awareness there. And so they, they talk about that. But like, that's an example of just mm-hmm. like, don't overpromise something. Just say like, I will do my best. Yeah. 
I just think you will have confidence if you have like an accurate assessment of who you are and mm-hmm. what you're able to deliver. Because then, yeah, you're not going to put yourself in a position where you're like, crap, I don't actually know how to do mm-hmm. this. And I told everyone I could. Yeah. And now it's on the line and mm-hmm. I'm going to let them down. Right. Well, I think being honest just in general is just like such a good policy to do because mm-hmm. like then you're not trying to like then you don't have to really like try to fake that you know something and it's just a slippery slope. A couple of weeks ago, I had to meet with someone um, for work and I was meeting with them and my boss was in the meeting as well. And so she was doing most of the talking and the, the, and the senator was like, well, what do you think, Natasha, on this? And I was like, this is a, a situation or like a, a subject matter that I'm just really not super mm-hmm. experienced with. And I was like, OK, I could tell him like all my thoughts on it. Right. But I'm going to be in this hearing if he asked me to come up and speak about it. Like I'm not going to have the knowledge to go beyond like these little points right mm-hmm. and so I just told him I was like to be honest this is something I'm really new to this subject in particular I don't know very much about mm-hmm. these are the harms I see with it and like this is the mm-hmm. potential and why we should change it you know yeah and it was something where I was like I don't like I felt so much more confident in saying I mm-hmm. don't know everything yeah. but this is what I could tell you like you should worry about and it yeah. was like I felt like I could hang on my hat mm-hmm. on like that statement because I'd already given right. the caveat that like I don't know everything about right. this and I think it's freeing it like puts you off the hook in a way like i i feel like at work i've been saying this a lot lately of like i am too i am hesitant to give you an answer on that because i'm unsure and like yeah maybe it's like admitting like yeah i don't know how to do my job the best to my ability but like also it's like then it's like hey it would be incorrect if i told you a number because like i i wouldn't even know where to begin yeah i don't know i just think like be like having honesty and like having an approach that really like lets yourself i don't know yeah not overestimate or Mm -hmm. overpromise is really great but then also you're able to know that you have things you're good at and you can mm-hmm. you can really rest in that. Yeah. Okay, so number four. All right. Um, trust that things will be all right if it doesn't work out. Mm-hmm. Um, and what I mean by this is like if you don't get the job, if the relationship doesn't work out, if you don't win, like know that like it's still going to be okay because then I think you can walk into things knowing that if failure happens, it's still fine in the end of the day. And yeah. then like there's a lot less – to worry about I don't know <laughs> I think too like remember that you're going to learn something from everything that's hard mm-hmm. like and that's so cliche I know everyone's like okay of course but like you learn from your mistakes mm-hmm. and especially professionally you learn yeah. a lot and there's hard things that you'll walk through in life but you're mm-hmm. gonna find a ton of value in that someday I was just talking with my sister about this actually of just like hey like sometimes you're just like wow why does life have to be so hard in this area or mm-hmm. like why couldn't it just be easier to get from point a to point b it mm-hmm. just seemed like there's a lot of struggle all of a sudden yeah and I think she was just like wow I'm so excited to see how everything fits together Mm -hmm. and so I think if you're in a hard spot where you're like I just like confidently like I can't say how this will turn out Mm -hmm. but I think that's okay to be in that point and I think this kind of flows into our last point of like where do you receive affirmation from Mm -hmm. because if it's if you have an identity that isn't going to be shaken then you can walk through hard things Mm -hmm. and still have confidence yeah yeah and like yeah moving on like where do you receive that affirmation from because of like if it's yourself i think that's a dangerous point because like oftentimes you're your worst critic and to quote my favorite quote that i always quote nobody cares as much as you do and so you're going to be picking through everything you do you stay with a fine tooth comb but like no one else is going to care as much yeah i think if it's like your confidence is from your work or from a relationship or from community or from anything it's just like at some point that's going to not be enough right like Mm -hmm. something's going to happen where you're just like wow i feel shaken in this Mm -hmm. and so i think yeah you like managing perceptions is exhausting Mm -hmm. and you're always going to disappoint people at some point or the other 
And so I think you can't let yourself just be built upon, like your confidence be built upon how you're performing in that or how you're like measuring up to other people. And just, it really has to be something that's more intrinsic than that. Mm -hmm. For sure. And then like also circling back, like that's, that is why it's important to surround yourself with people who like you trust and care about you besides just like your ability to do a presentation well, to hit a spike ball well, or to like show up at, exactly when you say you're going to show up time-wise <laughs> you know <laughs> otherwise like, you would not be my friend <laughs> just kidding <laughs> it's, well exactly like i mean like, that's why it's important to like have those have people that you trust for reasons other than your ability to perform yeah exactly mm-hmm. okay i think one thing we have to address with like confidence is like when does confidence become arrogance mm-hmm. right and like you always hear like oh a confident person like is very attractive but not a cocky person yeah and like there is a fine line because like I personally don't want to be with someone who's not confident, but I also really don't want to be with someone who's cocky. And mm-hmm. so, like, that seems like big sea of, of unconfidence, big sea of cockiness. And, like, where's the island in there? Yeah. I think it's, like, okay, this is going to be my best attempt at defining, which we always say, like, we're not going to do on this podcast, right? Mm-hmm. But, like, confidence is a security that you could fail, but, like, that's not going to affect who you are at the core right like accepting the fact ahead of time that you'll make mistakes that you're imperfect but also that you're doing your best to overcome those things right Mm -hmm. but I think like pride is the idea that you have it all figured out and like you're you're so self-important that nothing can like touch you and so that's like your level of confidence but really Mm -hmm. it's just like this perception that you have of yourself or other people have that you're like letting just build up this Mm -hmm. pridefulness and I did like a little bit of research because I was trying to come up with a better definition than than what I just said but they were like the difference largely is like confident people are open to suggestions and so like they're confident in who they are and in what they're able to do but they're also confident in being able to change Mm -hmm. and like take people's suggestions whereas prideful people exhibit like the same attributes in a lot of ways where they're like confident in what they can do and confident who they are but they're rigid and unwilling to change because they are just like their way or the highway type of thing. Like they, they're so set in their ways and they're not willing to listen to anyone else. Hmm. Okay. So then where where should we like throw humility into this? Because sometimes, I don't know, personally maybe, but also just like I think it's, it's, it's good to be a humble person and not a cocky person. But how do you have confidence but also humility? I think like, yeah, they're not opposites. You can be both a confident and a humble person. And I think a lot of it is just, like, how you portray yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, I think, okay, I just think sports, I'm, I'm uh, thinking yeah. things in sports because I think that's really a place where people probably should practice more confidence and probably should practice more humility. Mm-hmm. Like, I just feel like there's, like, lots of um, opposite ends of the spectrum in here. Yeah, of, that's like, fair. People need to give themselves more credit, but also, like, sometimes people need to, like, take themselves down a notch. Like, how do you be a humble person playing a sport but also have confidence? I think pride, like, the focus is really on you. Mm-hmm. And, like, in the sports context, it's like, well, how can I be the best? Or, like, the perspective that I am the best. And, like, you just kind of have that mentality where it's all surrounding you. Mm-hmm. Whereas I think just confidence and, like, approaching it with humility – you're really like, okay, I know I could do well or I know I could do badly. Like, this is just like, I'm really aware of my potential and of my feelings. Mm -hmm. But also, like, I'm not going to make this about me. Yeah. And I think that's the difference. Whereas, like, pride, everything has to be about you. Confidence, but being humble, you can have both of those because you're not necessarily focused on yourself. Mm -hmm. Okay. 
Well, thanks for answering that for me. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> oh, man. It's kind of messy to define things. And yeah. I know that it is a fine line. Like, mm-hmm. some people walk it too closely. You know what I mean? Where it's like, okay, like, you, sure, have a lot to be confident about in that situation. But also, like, this is borderline arrogance. So, mm-hmm. like, I don't know. I think it is something that you have to kind of just check yourself in. Right. Well, yeah. And I think, like, confidence is, like... I have prepared well for that. I think there's, like, a lot of confidence mm-hmm. and preparation, which I don't think we even, like, really talked about. No, but we should have. But, like, I I think preparation, like, directly correlates with confidence. And that comes down to work. I feel a lot more confident walking into a meeting that I've prepared for and I know where if the conversation goes here, I'm ready. Here, I'm ready. Or there, I'm ready. Or in sports, if, if you've practiced and prepared and you know what to do if this happens or if they hit it here or do that, like, you're prepared for that. Or, like, if a, in a relationship, like, if this happens, you're prepared to react to that. Yeah. I don't know. Just, like, in all those ends of the spectrum. No, I think that's huge. I think we should have talked about that. But being prepared is probably, like, one of the best ways to have confidence because, mm-hmm. like you said, you, you know what you're walking in with. Right. And I think maybe we would have put that under, like, trust that things are going to work out or, like, just trust in, like, how things are going to go by, like, having an idea that you are able to react or you're ready for any situation and like, you know, it's going to be fine is a way to have confidence Mm -hmm, because no matter what, let's say I'm walking into a conversation with someone at work and there are 10 different ways they could react. And I have nine, like for each 10, each that, and then they have 10 different ways to react. And I have a response to nine of them. I'm not going to have confidence because what if they say the 10th thing? Mm -hmm. And so like good preparation, I think creates great confidence. Yeah, I agree. All right. Well, this was really like a tip of the iceberg in a way because Mm -hmm. there's so much to talk about with like how to be confident and like breaking down different situations and scenarios. But hopefully this is something where you can like take it to heart. Like, hey, these are general rules of thumb. And like I can start here. And if I'm Mm -hmm. lacking confidence in another area, you can like fine tooth these to be more applicable to that Mm -hmm. one thing. But I think a lot of these are just a great place to start of like where can I build self-confidence? Exactly. And so we're going to wrap it up there. We probably... um, could keep talking we always say that we could keep talking but let's stop recording now but thank you guys so much for joining us this week tosh do you have anything else to add no um last thing okay i say no and then i'm like here's something (laughs) else but i would just say if you haven't rated us on spotify or apple Podcasts or Mm -hmm. all the places that you listen to podcasts you should do that yeah um i think last week i said like because natasha turned 25 last week and we're like let's see if we can get up to 25 reviews on her 25th birthday and we got to 24 Oh, my goodness. I know. We were on short. We're so close. I know. So if you guys could be lucky number 25, um, we would love that. Yeah. And then also if you want to share the podcast or past ones. Anyways, we're just like sounding desperate now. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> if you want to boost our confidence, <laughs> smash that like button <laughs> or whatever it is. Yeah. No. Okay. Um, we appreciate you guys listening, though. And yes. um, we always appreciate sharing. So Awesome. All right. Well, thank you guys again, and we'll see you next week. Bye.